Greetings and welcome to the Franz Barden Podcast. I'm your host, Clint Sabom, and really grateful and happy to be here today. We're going to go through step two. And I will say that this process that I share going through the steps is my own subjective experience. Different people have different processes working through the steps of IIH. And this is the process that worked for me. And so I'm sharing it here and hopefully uh, you can get some of it um or all of it that helps, but you know, as they say, take what you want and leave the rest. It may not be exactly identical to my own process. I think it's important to be mindful of your own subjective needs and your own personality. That having said, as we move forward through the steps, continual work on previous steps is always necessary. You know, it's not like you, you know, you go from one step to another and just turn the page and close the book. It's continual work on previous steps because it's a path of integration in integrating all of these practices in all of these capacities. So it's my experience that it never ends and continual integration continues to be a part of my own magical practice. And this chapter starts out with auto-suggestion or the secret of the subconscious. And I've actually found this technique even more effective than the impregnation of water or the conscious intake of nourishment. And I've kept it in the present tense, basically, uh, just like Barden says in the book, and right before bed and when you first wake up is the best time to do it. And as far as the wish, perhaps, of having magical success, I am having magical success. I have magical success. You know, I mean, the ING form or the more solid form of just uh, stating that you already have it in the present tense and that circumvents time and space in fools the subconscious and i found that very very effective very very effective and um you know using that has continued to be a very powerful tool for me with many things not just with bardonian work that having said um, you know, I, it is my philosophy to focus on the soul schooling and the physical schooling as primary because that builds a foundation up. But for the sake of going through this step, I'll go through the order that Barden writes it in the book. And the spirit schooling is the concentration exercises. Now you're going to continue the spirit schooling of step one, the thought discipline, thought control, and vacancy of mind. It's my suggestion that you continue with the Zen Buddhist 
meditation technique of counting one's breaths, one to 200, and that will strengthen the will and calm the mind and make the concentration exercises easier. And you can start with one sense. Visual is usually the best to start with. And you're visualizing something, uh, an object that you've put before you and stared at for a while and then visualize it. And it starts out in your mind's eye, really. It starts out kind of in your mind's eye rather than suspended in the room. And this entire corpus of work is expanding our sense of self and expanding our energetic field from the inside out. So what happens with these techniques is, you know, at first you're just, you know, kind of hearing it silently, so to speak, or you're seeing it in your mind's eye but not necessarily as if it's in the room with you. And then that's got to expand. The self-sense has got to expand to where your mind's eye and your mind's ear take up the entire room. And it is indeed your room, and you can see it before you suspended in air because your mind's eye has extended um, you know, whatever it is, four feet at this point. Barden later gives a specific amount that your energetic field can expand. I, I think he says 10.93 yards, uh, which, which is a very long way, but we're not going to get there overnight. So extending one's energetic field is very necessary. And to help that is the soul schooling and the physical schooling, and that will really help. So if you get stuck on the spirit schooling of step two, my suggestion is go on to the soul schooling and the physical training or even do the soul schooling and physical schooling first, and that will make the concentration exercises come easier. And the soul schooling is continued work on the astral mirror and continuing to just maybe work on negative characteristics throughout the day. And as I've said before, sometimes this involves outside help and auto suggestion will also help the negative characteristics in the black part of the mirror. And I also want to add something else, and this may be deviating a bit from Barden, but I very much like Carl Jung's idea of light and shadow. The black part of our magic mirror is not necessarily all bad. It's not like, oh, this is everything wrong with me and I've got to fix it. One must embrace the shadow and embrace the darkness. And the psychologist Carl Rogers uh, in the 60s and 70s, that generation of humanistic psychologists, I think he called himself an existential psychologist, he has a great quote, which is basically, the great paradox is, when I accept myself just like I am, then I can change. 
So acceptance of all your negative characteristics in the black part of the mirror may be part of it. Just taking some time to accept that this is part of me, this is stuff I've carried, these are things that are off with me, and that's okay. I can know myself and embrace myself more, and that will make it a little more fluid. It will ease the tension. There'll be more water in it, you know, as far as elements, because this is the elemental equilibrium that we're basically working on in the soul schooling. That is the point, to learn where our energetic imbalances are in terms of the elements and to be able to identify them in element form in our own being completely and getting achieving an equilibrium of the elements within us that's the goal that's the end game you know so however you can get there is good because we're working on balancing the elements and then the next step step three there's going to be breathing techniques that involve breathing in the elements and um, you know, strengthening the elements within, and that's going to really help. But I think Barden in this chapter just gives a little more time to stress the importance of the astral mirror, identifying it with the elements, knowing where it is. And as I say, and Young says, and Roger says, uh, embracing it and accepting it, um, you know, primary to necessarily changing it. Accepting it doesn't mean you necessarily like, um, you know, stop working on it. Acceptance is a fluid thing. One can accept oneself as they are and continue to move to where they want to be. And that's practical alchemy right there. Now, in the physical schooling, there's a very powerful exercise, which is going to help tremendously with the two previous exercises, and that is conscious pore breathing and breathing in air through all of your body as if you have lungs in every pore. Yes, it's kind of a visualization, imagination that turns into the manifest. So it's an active imagination and visualization that is a force making manifest this conscious pore breathing. And this is a very, very powerful exercise. So you're not just breathing in through your chest or through your nose, however you imagine breath coming in. You're breathing in through your toes. You're breathing in through your hands. You're breathing in through your arm. Your entire body is one big lung and it's breathing in and out. And that's the point that you you want to be at and using this exercise. And I also have a previous episode just on conscious poor breathing because I think this is a very powerful exercise and helps with all kinds of things. And another thing that Barden points out is the 
asana position uh, in the conscious poor breathing. It's interesting because he gives a simple suggestion of how to sit in the asana. And um, then he kind of later says it doesn't really matter which position you take, just as long as you maintain it. That is, don't move you know, don't move, whatever, my suggestion is to just sit comfortably, how it's best for you to do the breathing work, but hold it, don't move, because when you move, you're kind of almost moving away from an energetic shift that's about to happen, and there are major energetic shifts happening in this chapter in general, and there's major energetic shifts that can happen with conscious poor breathing and maintain the position, whatever it is. Uh, if the Bardonian suggestion works for you, go for it. If there's a different position that works, that's okay. Just keep it and hold still and continue the conscious poor breathing. And we're still building up. I, I believe the suggestion isn't a whole lot of breaths, but eventually building up to where, you know, I would suggest doing my Zen meditation of counting breaths with conscious poor breathing. And that's going to make everything so much powerful. But we may not be at that point yet to do that. We're just kind of getting in the habit of what this conscious poor breathing uh, feels like and how it operates. And you may end up falling in love with it. You may feel so great like a new person at the end of this and not so be, not be so worried about the spirit schooling if you got stuck there. So these are all my suggestions. I ran through the material really quick. Uh, but I'm trying to keep, you know, my podcast episodes fairly brief. And I also have a YouTube channel with videos where there's much of the same content, maybe said in a different way, because I'm saying it at a different time of day. And so, you know, I encourage you to check out Clint Sabom, uh YouTube page. So, Anyways, I wish you all the best and many blessings to all. Feel free to email me at thegraveyardcowboy at gmail.com. And I welcome other magical practitioners that have made a lot of significant progress to be guests on the podcast as well. So uh, many blessings to all. And we'll talk more about this as we go on, because like I said, Steps are never, you know, completely over and done with. All of them continue. So this is step two.